0: This is a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. We're about to reveal why the next few months are so crucial to your financial freedom.
1: Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is Shane, AK, The Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're gonna to be talking about one of the best opportunities you're ever gonna have in your life. These are terrifying. These
0: are normal, they're inevitable, but it won't last forever. We're talking about the
1: bear market. It's, it's a word that many people fear and they don't want the bear market to come. But in this very important episode, we're gonna tell you why this is something you need to embrace because if you play it right, you could get financial freedom, right? This, That's is, right? this is a huge opportunity.
0: This is huge. And, you know, we, we talk about financial freedom and, you know, you know how much money you can actually make. And it's true if you don't try to time the market, you don't try to, sh- you know, short all the way down to the bottom and then you lose out on, you know, a massive run and then you get, all of a sudden you get liquidated and all this, right? So right now are when the, some of the smartest people in the world will dollar cost average into some of their best projects into companies who have a strong balance sheet, they have recurring revenue, you know, maybe some altcoins that are gonna be with really good utility, great tokenomics. This is where you wanna start putting some money into.
1: And if, if you just dumb it down to the simplest level of everything, it's the old saying, buy low, sell high. And if you think about entering a bear market, where will the prices be over the next year? Low. That's one of the definitions of a bear market. So if we're going to see low prices and you still happen to be in your younger or higher earning years, like if you're still making money right now, these low prices that you're going to see over the next 12 months is exactly what you want to see. You don't want to be buying the top of a bull market because you lose money. You want to be buying the bottom of a bear market. So if you happen to be in that golden zone of, of making money, this bear market is your best opportunity. Very important. The bean
0: stock, we like to look at more. We like to analyze things from a long term perspective. You know, we're not day traders. We're out here swing trading. You know, we're we're trying to help the listeners and the viewers piece together everything that's going to help bring the best chance, the best risk reward ratio to see financial freedom in the future. It's not tomorrow's. Don't go all in. You know, you know what I mean. Like these bear markets come around. And if you look at some of these charts, if you look at Bitcoin's chart, whether you grab a little piece now while it's at 23,000 or you buy a little bit when it's at 20,000, that's such a significant drop in a very short period of time, right? If you bought it at 23, it goes down to 20. But if you look historically at the price increase that you will see in Bitcoin due to its reward system and the smart contract that it is, you will see significant rewards in a year from now and two years from now, but because we're in that bear market, now is the time to be accumulating what we just talked about. One
1: hundred percent bear. A bear market is a time where you have to have a <clears throat> long-term mentality because this bear market could last. What what's the average length of a bear market?
0: Nine points. So bear bear markets are short-lived, nine point six months, right? Versus a bull market, which lasts on average of two point seven years. Okay. And this is important because according to what a bear market actually is, and that's marked it, this is an arbitrary number, but this is what, you know, it kind of picks what a bear market is. That is a 20% decline from the all-time high when investors become more risk off, risk averse. Right. So they shun speculation. And hence that's why we saw when the S&P falls maybe 5%, we see Bitcoin fall 15%. Right. Because Bitcoin right now is not regulated. So risk-averse investors are going to step away from that. So now that we know that a bear market is short-lived on average of 9.6 months, and it began officially in June, we're already a a few months in here, you know? So there's not a lot of time left to really be, you know, there's going to be some more fluctuation in price, but we only have in our six months to really start grabbing some stocks and some crypto at some discounted prices.
1: Exactly. So... When you look at the prices of some altcoins right now compared to where they were at the top of the bull market, you know, so Bitcoin obviously topped out at 69K. It's at 23K as of today. You know, if you look at something like Solana, which is sitting at $40 today, what did that top out? 200 and something, 260. We're talking about massive, massive discounts. And this is across the board in crypto and in growth stocks as well. So it goes back to what I said at the start of the episode. You want to be looking for these buy low opportunities. And then when the bull market comes, it doesn't matter if you bought Solana at 40 or 50 or 30 or whatever. If it is a strong project, which by the way, if you want to find out, go check out our truth about Solana episode. But if it is a strong project, it's going to go up so much higher than where you bought it in the bear market. And that's really where you make those 5X, 10X, 100X gains that you always hear about, Right. Those are typically not made by buying at the top of a bull market. In fact, they're almost never. It's made by buying during a bear market. So this is why we're saying it's such an amazing opportunity.
0: It's funny, you just pulled up the Solana chart and you know we'll try to get down the screen for you there. But when you look at how it's just been running sideways at such a discounted price for so long, yep. if you zoom in though, on a short time frame, the fluctuations will look massive it's like oh my god it's up 10 percent today oh my god it's down 10 percent yesterday whatever but when you zoom out fuck who cares yep that thing not not to say solana will but these projects and these stocks will rip again the future the
1: future's shown over the past hundred and some odd years hundred percent so in terms of taking advantage of the bear market We've, we've already said we think this is a great opportunity. If you're making money right now, this is exactly what you want to see. So one of the best, research, one of the best strategies that we talk about in this channel all the time is dollar cost averaging. So for example, if you want a dollar cost average over the next nine to 12 months, however long you think the bear market's going to last, say for example, you want to invest $1,000 a month into five different positions that can be stocks, crypto, a mix or whatever, so $1,000 a month broken down into five positions is $200 a month per position. Now you break that down over four weeks in a month. You're investing $50 per position every week. Right. And that's important for dollar cost averaging because you don't want to invest once a month because you're not maybe catching the, the, the right. lows and the highs, right? I think a week is decent. If You can do it more than that. It's maybe a bit too much work for you. Mm. But if you're putting $50 into each position a week, during a bear market, you're going to be catching some great prices. As you said, volatility in the short term can seem extreme. But then when you zoom out on these investments in two, three years, once we're back in a full-fledged bull market, your dollar cost average plan has paid off in spades. 5X, 10X, 100X if you pick the right gems, right? So that's why I would encourage everyone to plan this out, see how much money you can set aside from your earnings to invest, pick your positions now, and just Make that plan and stick to it. I know it's easier said than done, right? You want to go all in and stuff, but these are proven strategies over a long period of time that will work.
0: So I'll speak to two personal experiences when it comes to the crypto side of things and where this has worked out well for me and where it hasn't. So my two first cryptos was Bitcoin and Ethereum. You know, I saw Bitcoin as this new technology and all that stuff. But so I bought two Bitcoin, right? I just said, boom, all in. Just gonna, I'm just going to buy two. Then it went on this meteoric rise, came back down a bit, I sold. However, with my Ethereum holdings, I had a recurring uh, repayment system. I bought uh, X amount of Ethereum, $200 worth of Ethereum every two weeks. I did that for like eight months. So I just kept buying. So I'd get it at like $300. I'd get it at $400. I'd get it at $1,500. I'd get right. it at, back down to $200. So I ended up averaging out, and I ended up making 10x what I put in over that period of time. Versus my bulk buy of the Bitcoin, which didn't really equate to like the serious gains I saw in my Ethereum. So the DCA, the dollar cost averaging approach actually worked out much, much better for me in the long run. You know, now that we're in, what I, I sold a lot of it in 2020, once I hit 5k, I was like, okay, this is, I'm up yep. so much. Now it's time to take some out. Mm-hmm. So, but that's from personal experience. And I found that to be like super helpful what you just alluded to.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I can't drive this point home more or enough. It's that you have to make your plan and you have to stick to the plan because investing psychology is very tricky and you're going to see a dip and you're going to want to go all in, but that might not be the bottom of the dip. So if you've gone all in and then you have no more money left to dollar cost average, which is by bringing the average cost of your investment in a particular position up or down, then you've missed that next dip, which if you were dollar cost averaging every week, you buy the dip, you buy the dip even more, you buy the dip even more, it comes up, you keep buying more. And then when it sees that upswing, all of your buys are in profit. Yeah. When the meteoric rise eventually does occur. Exactly. So that would be one of my recommendations is to make that plan, write it down, put it on your computer and and just try to stick to it. And if you're wondering what positions you want to add stocks or crypto, like check out the Beanstock Discord. We're always uncovering altcoin gems. What stocks we think are going to do well. So that would be a good place to start as well. So here's some crazy stats to kind of back all this information up. So stocks.
0: So so just again for any new listeners or viewers, you guys know this, right? Or the sorry, any previous listeners know this. The we the reason we talk talk about the stock market in addition to Bitcoin is because Bitcoin follows the S and P and the stock market. So you need to analyze what the stock market's doing to figure out what Bitcoin is doing and whatever Bitcoin is doing affects all the altcoins. So this all comes hand in hand, right? So on average, stocks will lose 36% in a bear market, but they'll gain 114% in a bull market, right? So dollar cost averaging now, even if they went, if you bought it like down 20%, down 30%, but you're about to see this 114% rise. So it's worth it. There's been 27 bear markets and 27 bull markets since 1928. Look at the S&P. It has been on a continuous rise since the dawn of time. Yep. Right? So that is why you really want to be dollar cost averaging during these bear markets. This is what's really important. Half of the S&P's strongest days over the past 20 years occurred during a bear market half that's 50% of the S&P's strongest days. The other 34% of the market's best days came during the first 2 months of a bull market before it was clear that it was a bull market. Right. Right? So we've just uncovered 84% of the best days occur at some point during a bar- bear market. Yeah. So exactly. So we get a bear market relief rally but is it the start of a bull market? Well, if you're dollar cost averaging,
1: you haven't missed out on it. It's all these things point to dollar cost averaging through a bear market is by being one of the best and generational opportunities, right? And, you know, this bear market might not turn out to be the same as the others. We've got a few other different things going on in the macro environment, but sticking to that DCA plan, I I don't know how you can really go wrong. It also takes a lot of pressure off if you're trying to trade and you're trying to time bottoms and short the tops and all this kind of stuff. It's very, very difficult and it'll tax your mind. If you're not in it full time like we are, it's, you can't do it. But even when we're trying to do it, it's just, sometimes it's just better to take a step back, do the dollar cost average and just wait for the bull market or, you know, these bear market relief rallies, just like we've seen, we've seen a lot of really green days. If you'd been dollar cost averaging since June, you've already seen a big rise in your holdings because we've had this relief rally, right? That's right. So There's a lot of things that are proving this thesis to be correct.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So here's another little crazy fact. Bear markets, they're, they're obviously painful, right? Like We feel them, we we remember them, you get scared, but that is the best time. Markets stay positive a majority of the time. Of the last 92 years of market history, bear markets comp- comprised 20 years worth of that. But let's put this into perspective. They are on the rise for 78% of the time. So the market is on, on the rise for nearly 80% of the time. Right. So that it's so important. I think our biggest thing that we're hammering home here right now is dollar cost average during this bear market. We know we're in one. Yep. We're gonna see some small fluctuations coming up here, but hey, if you're a long term investor, if you see the future of blockchain technology, if you see the future of, you know, Microsoft or Facebook or Meta or one, whatever project or stock company that you've done your research on and you
1: are passionate about it and you see the future of it, right now is the best time. For sure. So now let's take a look at some specific things that are going to happen over the next, say, 9 to 12 to 15 months for the crypto industry in particular that might make this bear market even more of an opportunity than the previous ones. First off, we have the regulations. We've always said on this show that regulations are long-term bullish for crypto. We want regulations to come in because then trillions of dollars of institutional money Governments, corporations, billionaires, they can all start to really get into crypto. And these regulations might start to creep in over the next year during a bear market. So when sentiment is still low, things are being done in the background, which are going to make for an even more massive bull run after the bear market. So regulations for me will also unlock unlock the spot ETF, which is, again, just going to bring more and more money into the market. So while people are, you know, hating on crypto right now, no one wants to hear about crypto right now. None of our friends, you know, no one's calling us, asking us about crypto right now, but there's things that are being done in the background at the regulation, the federal level around the world that could make this much more of a crypto bear market opportunity. No one's paying attention, but when the bull market comes back, if these regulations allow massive money could flow in. Yeah, I mean, what that was uh, some sort of document you sent me
0: today with the Canadian government doing something.
1: Yeah, that was- that, that looks like a form of regulation. It's coming, man. <laughs> it's coming. Like, it's it's creeping in, and they're they're doing it now. It's well-timed for them, because no one's looking. Yeah. No one's looking Slided at the it in. market right now. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> well,
0: you had uh, BlackRock also introduce, uh, I guess, is a Spot? Was it Spot ETF, Spot Bitcoin buying for institutional investors? The BlackRock one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so- It is happening. It's all happening. But obviously it's going to go to the the wealthiest individuals first.
1: There's one important point I also want to uh, clarify for crypto bear markets and the trends we, although, you know, crypto is obviously fairly new. We haven't had that many bull markets and bear markets in crypto, but there's a couple of trends that I've spotted that you need to, you need to learn about. So the most important one is that the top 20 cryptos from each bull run, they always change. So you might think after listening to the first part of this episode, all right, I'll just take Solana, Cardano, Avalanche, Polkadot, and Ethereum and Bitcoin and, you know, pick the top 10 cryptos, dollar cost average into those, they're going to surpass their all-time highs in the next bull run. That doesn't actually happen. The top 20 cryptos always change. And many of the members of the top 20, other than Bitcoin and Ethereum now, they'll never get back to their all-time high that they found in the 2021 bull run what is a smarter strategy is to be uncovering these hidden gems some projects that haven't launched like say otherverse they could be the darlings of the next bull run true or projects that launched in this bull run but never saw a massive hype run up because maybe they hadn't launched their main net or they just never got any exposure like a protocol mm. so that's what we're doing and i think that's what we are one of our our specialties is finding these hidden gems that didn't pump as much during the 2021 bull run that could be the top 20 or top 50 in the next bull run. Right? Yeah, that's a valid fact, especially because
0: some of these companies might be spending most of their time on development and not marketing. And then once the marketing hits, that's when you start to get all these eyes
1: on the project. That's when money flows in, that's when the price flies. Right now they're just building. Exactly, they're just building. And every bull market in crypto comes at a different time in the world. So trends are always different. You know. This bull market, the trends were NFTs, play to earn games. Metaverse kind of got in there as well at the end. But in a couple of years when crypto is trending again in 2024, say, what are the trends going to be? And we made an episode exactly about that.
0: Yeah, that's right. So we had like some security and privacy and a few others, but you yep. got to check that one out.
1: Yeah, there's some hidden gems on there. So if, you, if you're thinking about looking forward to the next crypto bull run and what trends are going to be trending then and not now, Check that episode out. We'll link it after this one. It's
0: been a lot of hacks. I post something on my Twitter account. There was uh there was an increase, 60% increase in hacks this year. It was like two two billion dollars in the crypto industry so crazy. far. i like crypto is literally just money, like it's money transferring around and like, yeah, there's utility to some tokens, all this stuff. But like, shouldn't hack mitigation be like the number one thing that you're trying to to stop?
1: Yeah, there's gotta be some <laughs> some work done there. For you know sure. what I mean? It's incredible. It's like every day hack, hack, hack. Holy shit. And it's one of the main things that prevents people who aren't in crypto from getting into crypto because they see people getting hacked, people losing all their money, exactly. they say, I don't want that. I'll no. never get into it. So once it becomes a little bit more secure, and I know everyone says, you know, decentralized everything, custody, everything. Well, there's a middle ground there where there is some security as well. So I think, I hope that that's going to be one of the trending things for the next bull run. So we've got some hidden gem for that as well.
0: Yeah. That's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see projects stop focusing so much on the transactions per second and the speed and all that shit. Because look, there's not enough people using these platforms yet or these projects. So just chill out with your speed
1: and work more on the security. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's why we we alluded to that fact in our truth about Solana episode. Didn't that's we? right. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah, for sure. So <laughs> I mean, lo- looking back at it, the bear market is a massive opportunity. If you can create that plan and stick to your dollar cost average, you know, over the next 9, 12, 15 months, whatever it is, I feel like that's that's, prob- that's what I'm going to be doing. I think it's what you're going to be doing. I think that's what we would recommend to be doing. Of course, we're not giving you any financial advice. You got to make the decision yourself. But you know, we've looked at the data. We've looked through the past bull bear market cycles, all that kind of stuff. The opportunity is here. If you're making money, you want to see low prices and we are seeing low prices, bottom line, right? Yep. Just remember
0: the short lived bull markets are long lasting. We will be back on top again. Right now is an excellent opportunity. So make sure you guys tune to that next episode. Cause that one's going
1: to be a fucking banger. All views expressed by speakers on the BeanPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeanPod pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy. It only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.